WXDX-FM, Pittsburgh. With Le'Veon Bell still MIA, you know what's out in full force? Yinzer attitude. I know, you know what I mean. Bell should just show up for work. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. Yinzer attitude. Who's Bell think he is? He's a grown man playing a kid's game. Yinzer attitude. Cut Bell and play James Conner. He beat cancer. He can beat out Bell. Yinzer attitude. Rocky Blyer when the held out. He played in the Super Bowl two weeks after he got back from Nam, and he still had shrapnel in his leg. Yinzer attitude. They should bring back a bus. They need a big back. Yinzer attitude. I'm glad Art and Dan are dead because this would kill them. Yinzer attitude. I hate these greedy football guys. I'd play for free. Yinzer attitude. The list brought to you by Matt Martz Plumbing Cut on a name you can trust. Dial 412-367-0815. Oh, wait, I forgot to go to make the list. Oh, wait, I cut off a couple. Okay, let's reset. But poor people don't understand what rich people do. I shuffled a page out of order. If you make $11 an hour, you can't fathom Todd Gurley money. If you've lived a life that doesn't merit respect or recognition, you don't know what Lev Bell is going through. So, Yinzer attitude. Will you please shut the hell up? And another thing. You just made the list. Matt Merch Plumbing, 412-367-0815. Boy, I mangled that because I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Ramon Foster lost control, and I think I like it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I like the reaction. I like the Inzer attitude because it's what's best for business. 412-333-9939. Is the number to call. The Steelers are rattled now. The Steelers are distracted now. It's not next man up anymore. It's where the hell is Lev Belt. Unreasonable things are being said. Ramon Foster invoked his dead mother and Alejandro Villadueva's war record. Way out of line. David DeCaster said Bell should just sit out the whole season. Way out of line. This isn't about anger. It's about trying to win. If Bell doesn't show up till week 12, make sure you're in a position for him to help when he gets there. Maybe if Connor does great, he's just the backup, although we all know that wouldn't be the case. I like it. I think it makes things really interesting. I think it puts a lot of pressure on Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown because it's them who really have to pick up the slack and not James Conner. I think it puts more focus on Juju Smith-Schuster. For that young man, playtime is over. Although I'm absolutely certain he doesn't see it that way. 
We got days on at 5:30. This is just a great time to be alive if you're a sports radio host. You know, the B team did a segment today against this show. How Le'Veon Bell's absence will affect fantasy football league players. I respect the talent of the two guys up against me, but when you turn Lev Bell not being there into a fantasy football segment, do you even want to try to win? Or are you just rolling over for the 22-year-old master of the craft? Fantasy football talk today? I don't get that. You know what Bell should do? Bell should drop a new single today. I don't know if DeCastro, Foster, and Ponzi would 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 download it, but I think people would want to hear it. Let's go to our good friend Bob, the Egyptian magician. Hello, my friend. Hi, Mark. Bob, Liverpool are four and zero, but Salah only has two goals. He's your guy. What's wrong with him? Man, come on! Every time you say that, and I watch the game, I, I see he was actually had a hand on uh, most of the goals. I don't know, so, Bobby. He's your guy. We need more. What, what's on your mind? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm looking at from Bill's point of view here, okay? And when they gave him uh, the best receiver a rich contract, he's uh, touching the ball about five, six times more and in any given game. And he's not going to get any kind of a, a contract from, you know, Guaranteed well, 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 Bob, he can't get anything but the franchise tag now. The deadline's passed for that. And even though I, I even though Bell that. even though Bell touches the ball a lot more, Ron gains a ton of yards. You, you know, I, I you know, it's a passing league. That's more valuable right now. The receiver's more valuable right now. And Gurley set the bar higher, and Bell will take advantage of it. And Bobby could have already. I think he should have taken that five year deal worth seventy million, don't you? Well, it would have been nice, in our opinion. In his opinion, I don't think he's talking about money. He's not even thinking about money. The competitive nature of this thing is coming out and showing his his main character. You know, we take it for granted that, oh, that he's just this, you know, he's. it is hard to be a running back. The guy intentionally broke his leg, okay? So it is important. If you look at it from his point of view, he has a loss of points. And as soon as, in my opinion, they just tried to use one card one too many times. So you would have given him the money he wanted? Absolutely. Give him, pay the, pay the guy. Because you got Roethlisberger, one of your best, you know, is important guy. Yeah, he's my guy, guy, just like Mo Salah's your guy. Basically, he needed, we needed to pay him to keep this thing together. And one last thing, I really have problem with Roethlisberger's leadership here. He keeps telling everybody that this is his team, a year in, year out, and when what, what should like he have that, done, Bob? Should he have, should he have gone and ta- should he have kidnapped Le'Veon Bell and put him in a trunk you of know, his car, and brought him to brought him to camp? He could have talked to his offensive line, so they they wouldn't be talking. They chirping because he gives them a green light. He is not. He was. I don't the, know that Ben gave Foster, Ponsky, and uh, DeCastro the green light for this. I, I do think that's a dysfunctional locker room, and I think all the it. leaders are to blame.
Now, now here's a tweet from just a moron. Bell intentionally misled the team and his teammates into thinking it's Shaw prior to the season so the Steelers didn't pursue a quality back. Okay, show me evidence he intentionally misled the team. Ponzi kept saying he was going to show up, Bell was, but admitted he never talked to him. Le'Veon Bell didn't intentionally mislead anyone. He didn't mislead anyone, period. And the Steelers have to manage their own team based on what they think is right, not on what Le'Veon Bell does or doesn't tell them. Boy, sports talk radio makes for strange bedfellows because I think Le'Veon Bell's a dink, but I see his side on this one. Let's go to uh, Rad in Richland. Rad, you're bad. You're mad. You're on the Double M show. Uh, hey, Mark. Hey, with all these comments coming from the, from the locker room, do you think Lev Bell's relationship with his teammates is now irreparable? Uh, probably, but I don't think he cares about that. I think if it, if it is, then, you know, it's a workplace like any place else, and you've got to be comfortable in your workplace. I just think he's going to hold out now until week 11 because it's just going to be a very, very bad situation. Okay, so what would you do? I, if I'm Lev Bell? No, no, if you're the Steelers. I Steelers, you know, you're you're right. They're in a they're in a very difficult position. I think they can't rescind the tag. They're not going to do that. And but they're going to. I think what's hap- what's going to happen with Lev Bell, and I think you put your finger on it, is the Kawhi Leonard situation. I think that's what's going to happen, and he's going to try to get out of here as quickly and as fast as he can, and get as much money as he can, which is his right, certainly. Well, I don't know if it's his right to fake injury like Kawhi Leonard did in San Antonio, or like like it certainly appears he did. But uh, yeah, I I get your drift on that. Uh, here's a great tweet from a guy named Chris. We get so few, let me give him credit. Chris often. He tweets rather often. Mr. Madden, I agree with you. What frustrates me in this whole thing is the fans that just don't get that Lev Bell has moved on. And that's the truth. Remember I said that this would be different because he has one foot out the door? That is manifestation of this. He's moved on. He has one foot out the door. He doesn't care what these guys think of him. He doesn't care what the coach thinks of him. He doesn't care what ownership and management think of him. He doesn't care what the fans and city think of him because he's out of here as soon as the season's over and he can put up with whatever between now and then. Up next, the phone lines are going nuts. Boy, this is just so great. I'm having so much fun. This makes me feel like my job is still worthwhile. I got a big old boat oar, and I'm stirring a big pot full of excrement. And nobody does it better. It kind of makes me feel sad for the rest. Dejan at the bottom of the hour, 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark. Yeah? Hi, Mark. Big fan. It's double M. Let me hear you woo. Hi, woo. Well, then you ain't talking, bitch. The X at 105.9. Here's a tweet from Hank. I can see Le'Veon Bell's point. I look at it as a millionaire's labor dispute with the crappy CBA and the franchise tag. Plus, he plays a position that has a short lifespan. Why is Tomlin even running guys 400-plus times a year in the modern era? Well, that's easy, Hank, because he doesn't care about the player. He only cares about the team, and I can't blame him for that because that's his job, but isn't there a happy medium? Like, you know where Tomlin effed up? Remember when LeGarrette Blunt walked off the team because he got, like, no carries? He left the field a second early 
and then they got rid of him, and of course he's gone on to win Super Bowls. There is no reason why Garrett Blunt couldn't have gotten 10 or 12 carries a game that year. He's no Bell, but he's almost as good. A power runner, a nice change of pace to Bell. It would have kept Blunt happy, given the Steelers' depth. But he likes that workhorse back. And Tomlin, yeah, regular season record, all that, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's certainly a factor in this situation. Okay, um, I haven't heard this, but I heard it's tremendous. Channel 4, Dave Kaplan went on the street to get Yinzer Nation's reaction to Lev Bell not showing up. And here's what some nutty lady had to say on Channel 4. Very angry at him. I mean, I understand, okay? He got to eat, too. He got a family. I get it. But at the end of the day, really, you can't take it with you, lady, on. If he don't show up, who cares? We'll do it without. It's the Steelers. Like, we create the talent. We made you who you are. We made you what you're worth. End the story. That was like a Yinzer wrestling promo. We create the talent. We made you who we, you are. We're the Steelers. Oh, nutty lady. Please go away. You know, if that lady's listening, I don't want you to call my show. I want you to call Mikey and Big Bob on Kiss tomorrow morning because they'll know just what to do with you. Did I already bitch on the air about Bryce, our tech guy, getting married and having enough money to go to Italy on his honeymoon? What are we paying the and tech guys here? I talked to Gene Romano, the boss of all bosses. He was in town today, and I said, hey, take some money from the tech guy and give it to the talent like me. Italy. Let's go to Mike and Mars. Mike, you're on with Double M. It's embarrassing to be from Pittsburgh. But, you know, I, I think this goes back to uh, Le'Veon Bell basically blowing off the Jacksonville playoff game walkthrough. You know, the discipline or the lack of it just finally... Well, you know, you know what, though? I think it goes back to Le'Veon Bell not only blowing off the walkthrough before the Nat- Jacksonville playoff game, but not getting punished for it. Right, he should have been. He should have been traded after that. He well, he shouldn't have started. You know, I know you're trying to win that game, but again, it comes back to me not being a big Tomlin fan. I think Tomlin could win all the regular season games he wants. I don't think his team's had the focus and discipline to win in the playoffs. And yeah, I know the killer bees are always hurt. And how many times do you want Jacksonville to beat them, like Pursuta said today? And maybe Jacksonville was the better team, but I didn't think so, and the bookies didn't think so. I just don't think you win with Mike Tomlin's focus and discipline the way it is now. The way it was then, they did win. The way it is now, I don't think so. Let's go to Doug in Wexford. Doug, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. It's like Christmas morning in your business, huh? It is. (laughs) Um, I'd just like to make the point that, uh, I mean, I agree that that Le'Veon Bell has every right to protect his interests um, all the way down the line based on the CBA and, and, and everything connected with that. If he had announced that he, he he wouldn't play until week twelve, uh, like months ago, why does he have to announce? Well, um, his, his his agent said that they were running the same game plan as last year, which means he'd be here by now. Well, unless he there went, were the agent said, unless there were some extraordinary circumstances, we don't know what the circumstances are to Bell. I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but until but he signed between until, then and now, nothing until, has changed. Maybe something that his agent thinks has changed, bro. If a guy's not signed to a contract. He's under no schedule or obligation. 
He's not there until he's there. He's not signed until he's signed. And if the Steelers assumed otherwise, shame on them. Well, then, in my opinion, his agent shouldn't have said anything. They shouldn't have held a position. Well, I, you know, you what, know what? I mean? I, well, no, hold on. You know what might have been the extreme circumstance to change their mind? The girly contract and the guaranteed money. Okay, well, then, then fine, but you should say that. I mean, that, but that contract. Why? Is not They're like under no obligation. One thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say to you with with the, with uh, with I think the guys Chris said in a tweet a few moments ago Bell has moved on already. Okay, he has one foot out the door, more than one foot out the door apparently, and we need to understand that he's not going to operate for the good of the team. I understand that as well, and I agree with everything except for the fact that okay, if you've changed your mind after the girly contract, say something because his teammates expected him to be. He's there. under but no it, obligation to say anything, an and he doesn't care about his teammates. He doesn't care about him. No, I don't think he owes him anything. That's the way football well, is they now. Don't owe him anything. Ain't no such. That's right. They don't. Ain't no such thing as a team. It's all mercenaries. And because his, 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 his stated objective was the same game plan as last year, the players have every right to be pissed that he reneged on that. And you know what? He doesn't care, and neither do I. Thank you for your call. The extenuating circumstances, the girly contract. It changed everything in his mind, I'm thinking. What, is he supposed to give updates? Not coming in today. Not coming in today. Not coming in today. Won't be in tomorrow. Won't be in this weekend. Not coming in today. Up next, Dejan, 105.9. X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. How you doing, Mr. Madden? Big fan. Super genius. I love the show. What he likes ain't legal nowhere but Medellin. The X at 105.9. Joining me now in studio from DKPittsburghSports.com. He is Serbian Reactionary Day on Kovacevic. Uh, Day on you are fresh from the Steelers locker room. Oh, boy, is this great. <laughs> For uh, talk shows, yeah. It's just great, period. Uh, were they as mad as they seemed? I only read their comments, did not hear them. What was the general tenor like? Um, mad is not the right word. I, I think I, I understand the way the, the comments have looked. They're more first surprised. They really thought he was coming. Why would they have today? thought that? Because that's when he came last year. Actually, it was a little bit before that, a couple of days earlier. So they thought that based on last year, but based yes. on nothing they'd been told. Nothing they'd been told, okay. no. And, and they said that all along. Okay. They said that they hadn't been told anything. So they were surprised. They were disappointed. Um, and then from there, they started thinking about the team. So were they going to get emotional? Yeah, they're out there every day in 95-degree heat, they're, and they just got off the field now, by the way, and it's just searing down there. I heard when they went to school, they walked three miles uphill each way. Both ways, that's in right. In the snow, uh, they are upset. I think they have a right to be upset. I, I do. I, I'm, I'm with them on this. I think they have a right to be frustrated. I don't think yep. they have a right to get into a teammate's financial business. I don't think they did that. I mean, Well, yeah, they did. Ramon Foster's comments about how much money he he's making. He makes seven making times more than me. That's because he's worth seven times more. It's understandable to me Supply that they, and, demand. and to you apparently, that they are frustrated. Yes. They are. They have every right to be that. They, they all. You have to understand one one thing about going around this room this afternoon. No matter who I would talk to about Le'Veon or whatever it was, the subject came back to Cleveland very, very quickly. These guys aren't 
distracted. And that's how it's going to look to the public. It's going to look like, look at these quotes coming out of this locker room. How are they ever going to get focused? I saw one of these national writers who, by the way, has, hasn't been in a Steelers locker room in my lifetime. That doesn't mean he's not fit to judge it. It does mean he's not fit no, to judge it, it because he's not in there. And he says, I'm never there. He says, he says in his case, and never will be. He says in his case, that he he, he he couldn't believe that the Steelers were talking about a, a teammate like this. A lot this. of people like are saying never that. Heard of such Just a about thing. every national football writer that's on Twitter has said they've never seen a team turn on a teammate over money and like it, happened have today. You, have you seen a situation where a guy held out in a scenario like this? In a scenario that's specifically... I can't specifics, but right. there's, there's holdouts every year. There's holdouts every year, but there's also some kind of element of closure to it. They don't know anything. That's too bad. When's the last time a guy got franchised twice in a row? So by what the way? they want to do, what they want to do, is move past it, talk about Cleveland. They, they didn't do a good job of it today. Get to the Browns. Well, today was the first day, really. I mean, today was the day that everybody thought he was coming. So they they clearly made a decision that they were going to stand up. They had all their main guys out there. They knew what they were doing. Uh, ben had his turn in the morning. Uh, Marquise Pouncey, Ramon Foster, Cam Hayward in the afternoon. They said what their piece. What did Cam say? I didn't see one comment from Cam. Uh, yeah, no. Cam basically said, you know that, you know that he was disappointed. He said, if this is, you know, if this is, if Le'Veon Bell doesn't want to be on the bus, then we're just going to have to ride the bus without That's him. That's the right thing to say. Cam not usually talk, says the right thing. Not talking about your dead mother or your or your teammates' war record, all that crap. Ramon that that is, went over the top. Ramon is a passionate individual. Oh, you gee, know that about him. him. You've had him. You've had him on the show. You know that Actually, about he's him. He's an exclusive to the B team. But go ahead. You like Ramon. I do like Ramon. Okay, I thought we I were just talking of, about him I think last week. He was week. out of line today. Ah, Ramon's just talking. You're not measuring three, these things all, as if all, they're all like three the, guys that the did, Emancipation Proclamation. We, these guys aren't writing speeches. They're just standing in front of a bunch of microphones. Well, if it's not serious, then they went way overboard. All I'm saying is that they have every right to be frustrated. I believe that. I also believe that come tomorrow, when people like me or anybody else asks, about Le'Veon Bell, the answer is going to be something related to the Cleveland Browns. Well, eventually they'll start popping off at the media for, for staying with it too long because this is a controversy that will regenerate itself every day until Bell shows up. Right, and whose fault God is bless. that? Whose fault is that? Uh, it's it's Bell and his agent. No, it's not. Yeah, come no, on, not. Mark. You, you, this has, guy, did you hear the ridiculous every, stuff this guy said today? He has every right to do what he's doing. You think that? Every right. You think that agent was on the mark to say that maybe, I, I didn't say maybe that. the Steelers want to give him too many touches, so we're worried about well, no, that. Hold it. That's he's a reasonable. A, that's a reasonable worry. He's a running oh, come back. Come on, the, the 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 dink coach said, "I'm going to run Willie Parker till his wheels fall off." Yep. Then he did, and his wheels fell off, and he had a six year career. And who wants to be paid based on the number of touches that he had on the ball last year? I didn't know that he did. Yes, that's been his number one really? argument. Where's, where's that been said? His number one argument has been that he wants to be paid like a number two wide receiver and a number one running back. Yeah, that's he, number of touches. But he also said he doesn't want 400 touches if he's not going to be paid commensurately. So what are you going to do? You, Mike Tomlin, you're going to think to yourself on the sideline, hmm, how many times should I use this guy today? Because well, no, I mean, I want to make sure that he's healthy and safe for the New York Giants don't, next year. Don't, don't get Don't get me wrong. Well, there's a happy medium, too. I thought I said earlier in the show, I think Tomlin has screwed up in the past when he's had quality number two running backs like LeGarrette Blunt, and they wouldn't get one carry in a game. D'Angelo Williams, too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He could have played it better. He could have played it smarter. 
but but uh, they could have used James Conner. Well, Conner's come in in much much better shape this year, so I'm, I'm not going to put that one on the coaching let's staff. I we, take let's that see back. See how he does on Sunday and in the next. Uh, Man, Mark, nine, they're nine really happy with him. They are yeah, well, they really happy. No, 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 no. This is not them being the, the have to be happy. Uh, I talked to some guys today off the record who are. Uh, real truth tellers with this sort of thing, and they'll tell you when there's a running back that they're uh, working with that they don't trust. They love what they've seen of Connor. They love the explosiveness. They love the fact that he hits the hole, and they feel very comfortable blocking for him. They really do. Oh, and I'm not anti Connor. I think he could be a real good number Who can two be back anti-Connor? in this league. But um, <laughs> well, I think people embrace his story more than his talent. I think sometimes his story can overwhelm the talent and, and cause us to overestimate the talent. And imagine. The level that story would go to if he becomes Pittsburgh's hero in this context as well. Let's see if he does. Yep. What, what's your prediction? When will Bell show and how will Connor do till then? Uh, I think James Connor's going to have a pretty good game, not necessarily a great game against Cleveland. The one well, thing the Browns he does have. good. He'll be a need, immediate legend. Yeah, this is true. The Browns uh, don't have a lot, but they do have a decent defensive front. Uh, they're going to be capable and they're going to be aggressive, I think, in trying to stop the run first. So that's going to be something that's going to test Connor and the offensive line, and Ben, too, for that matter. Uh, when does Le'Veon show up? Wow, Mark. I, I mean, if he misses I, one I, I'm game. I'm just out of answers on this. If he misses one game, he's going to miss. He's this, is miss so, this is so stupid. He's not achieving anything here. I disagree. What's he for? What the greater good? What's he think he's, he's Kurt Flood? What do you mean? There's, there's, there's no, 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 he's you con- know, this is he's conserving his body for free agency. He's making himself more palatable as opposed to he's a, guy a running back. Four hundred touches. You lose a year. You lose a year. No, he loses a year of money. Hey, it's not what I would do. No, no, no. But I he get uses it. a year of youth and energy and everything else that comes with being a running back. Gee, youth and energy. Youth and energy. I. I, I What's funny? I'm going to make some that. joke about euthanasia. But I never make you laugh, and I just made you laugh with that. I don't even know how. That was more of a smirk out of frustration. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're talking today, John Kovacevic. He's brought to you by Walnut Grill. Um, here's my prediction: Bell shows up in Week 11, gets hurt, and then milks the energy and pulls a Kawhi Leonard. I'm not kidding. You see, you're laughing now. I'm laughing at you, right? Because that I, could never happen. I like the Week 11 return. These guys, if they, if this gets week twelve, actually, I got to say this: if if you get through two weeks of James Conner being a good NFL running back, and the offense starts to find some kind of rhythm without him, the turning that you heard today in the Steelers locker room will go that much further. It really will, because now they would not only be turning their backs on Bell, they would be t- switching their backs on James Conner, who's been in there. So, Mark, so, that stuff matters to them. So it does. Bell, it if, might not to you, but it does to them. So if Bell has a couple good weeks, it'll, it'll undo the five years Bell had in their minds. You mean Conner? Yeah, Conner. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so, but I do think the fact that Conner's been, you know, one of them told me today, one of the linemen told me today that, you know, we've been blocking for one guy for nine months. People are talking about, like, this is some big adjustment for us. We've been blocking for the same guy. We're ready to block for him on Sunday. They'll do great. Now, with Bell absent, who absorbs the pressure? Who has to do better at offense? Because it's not just Connor. I don't think there's pressure on Connor. I actually don't think he has a lot to lose, at least initially. No, I mean, the obvious choice there is Ben. Uh, ben, we forget now because he finished so strong, but he did start sloppy last year, uh, including in Cleveland. He had the good drive near the end. A.B. really carried the team to a victory there on the final drive. Uh, but it's going to be those guys. It's going to be the other the young wide receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington. Uh, and I'm going to throw in one other guy here who doesn't get a whole lot of mention here, but Marcus Gilbert needs to stay on the field. He's a really, really yes. good right tackle. 
Uh, I talked with him about oh, that today when he's out there, as we were discussing today. And one, he, of the, one of the uh, most important abilities is availability. Yeah, that's really good. That's from uh, a, a hyphen Coach Tomlin. I think James Joyce said that. It might be him. I, you know, the other guys we don't mention, too, and, and it needs to be brought up here are the tight ends, too, because Vance McDonald was the only guy in the participation report today. He was a you know part uh, part participant. Is the defense going to be better? I think it's going to be so different. Because I see no be, tangible evidence yeah, to, to expect nah, that. No, the, the, the secondary guys, the athletes that they've put back there are going to make a difference. Look, not having Mike Mitchell back there is going to make a difference. I he, agree. He couldn't Burnett, close, Burnett over Mitchell. Yeah, he couldn't close on guys. Uh, and he could never, ever get his hand on the ball. And if there's one thing that really jumps out about this secondary that we've seen through training camp in the preseason is that their hands are all over the football. Yeah, and I think Terrell Edmonds is a big part of that. Yeah. I hope they I hope they find – see, I would go with three safeties. I, I love it. I don't think they're going to. Uh, we'll see. Some of that might be injury dictated because of Morgan Burnett going in, maybe not necessarily at 100%. But I think you're going to see them be really aggressive. Uh, Mike Hilton told me today he's feeling really good about going into Sunday. He's going to be looking at Jarvis Landry as a matchup. Good for him. He's the guy you want in that role. Well, you know who worries me besides Jarvis Landry? Hmm. And uh, and it, see, that's a tough – because usually the slot corner covers the slot receiver one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But this might be the best slot receiver ever. He might be. He's. He so might. I'm curious to see how the coverage plays out with him. Their offensive line. People keep talking about the Browns as if they're a real thing. I guess just because they've been on TV a lot or something. Well, define real thing. I mean, I've heard people say they're expecting them to be 500 or something. No. It's ridiculous. But I do think the, I do think the Steelers are in a bit of jeopardy Sunday. The Steelers are. I mean, you're going into an opener in front of 73,000 people, and anything can happen. You're and, rusty, and, and, and they're and, rusty, and, and who knows? And you're rattled. However, there's no doubt they're rattled by this bell thing. However, I, I really, honestly, don't think they are, Mark. I, I just don't, and right, I'd, I'd tell you if I did. But not, it, it, nothing it, they said today offers any evidence of that. I, I would tell you this: that the Cleveland offensive line right now is an absolute mess. As of yesterday, Huey Jackson couldn't tell people who his left tackle and who I his left guard jo- were. Isn't that crazy? I can't believe Joe Thomas retired just when it looked like they might be better. Yeah, but he did, and they still don't know who's going to replace him, and they do know that whoever replaces him is going to have a rookie to his side. So one entire side of the Cleveland line is going to be people who don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, trust me when I tell you the Steelers' defense guys are aware of this. Look, uh, oh, Cam Hayward just tweeted, we just want to win. Sounds good to me. See, you said, like I said, Cam always says no, the Cam's right the best. Cam, Cam's the best. They have a bunch of different captains on that team. If they had to name one captain, it would be either Cam or Cam Brown. would be wearing the C. Uh, a couple more things about Bell before we wrap this up. In retrospect, should the Steelers have traded Bell or let him go or find a way to sever this before now? Well, you know they can't trade him. Well, they could, but well, they're they, not going well, they to. They can't. I mean, they, they, they literally... And they can't rescind the franchise they, they tag they, because yeah, they I mean, go to New England. Yeah, he's not his... That's not his right. And yeah, that's probably where he would end yes. up. Yes. So is there a big regret there? I don't know. Could they have gotten out and gotten uh, another number one type running back? Sure, those guys are out there. Uh, I would say that they would feel a whole lot worse about that if they weren't as happy as they've been with James Conner. I was a big Conner skeptic going into into this training camp, especially after not just – it's not just the fact the way he was used by Todd Haley on all those endless third-down sweeps, which looked nothing like the way he performed at Pitt. It's also the fact that he had the major knee injury in the offseason, and he's come in and shown them. I mean, he's done the job. Speaking of D'Angelo Williams, he just tweeted – because somebody had said that Connor was – that uh, Connor, 
that Bell was screwing the Steelers. He said, well, in a business where all the employees are some contracted out on a team, you say he's screwing a team because of him wanting his money. They're going to take the player's side more often than not, but not these guys. They're in that well, room. They're out there on that field. They thought he was part of their team. They found out today that he isn't. If they thought that, they were sadly mistaken because I think all signs pointed to Connor. Connor. Bell mentally have moving on. You were right. You were right about this. They apparently were wrong. That's right. I always am right, and they're often wrong when they eh. don't agree with me. One final thing. Can they put Bell back in that locker room? Ooh. You know, I mean, they put Martavis back in there. <laughs> you know, um, they, they've they've put other guys back in there. Um, could they put him in there? Yeah, I think it would be one of those cases where they'd have to have meetings, team leaders. He'd have to say something in front of the group. But I'll tell you this: the longer it goes on, the harder that's going to be to do. Especially, especially if Connor performs well. What? I mean, you think Bell should have to apologize? He's going to have to say something. He shouldn't have to apologize. He's done in your wrong. eyes, but you're not the one he's apologizing to. I guarantee to he will not go in there and apologize. I'm I guarantee that. I'm telling you that he'll have to go in there and explain his commitment to the team. It doesn't have to be an apology. Oh, he'll have God. to say something. It's like junior high soccer. That's Dejan Kovacevic. I'm Mark Madden. <laughs> now time to ask Mark anything. Four one two three three three. Hey, I played junior high soccer. Four one two three three three. WXDX. Ask Mark anything. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Does your girlfriend want to bang a penguin? Well, dang, but I guess if that's your freebie, then my freebie would be Crosby, but, uh... Wait, what? VX at 105.9. Uh, here's another one. Ross Tucker, former NFL player, now covers the league for Sirius XM NFL Radio in the Athletic, says about uh, the Steeler outburst today about Le'Veon Bell, the way Steelers players are talking about Le'Veon Bell is extremely rare. Guys almost never call out teammates, especially when they know it's a business decision. Doesn't speak very well about how they feel about him. Uh, that's right. Uh, for, a, for, for a teammate to do that to another teammate is unheard of. It really is unheard of. But uh, I know that... You guys don't like Bell because your team won't win because he's not there, and it, it's just so yinzer. Well, no, so football fan to not think something through, but you don't, and I do, and that's why I'm talking into a microphone for, you know, high six figures, and you listen. That's the difference between us. You understand. Time now to ask Mark anything. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bars, the city's best seafood and shop house. So do, please, check out Chapino in the Strip. I'll be at Jurgles tonight in Warrendale. Glenn Hughes, bass player for Deep Purple Mark III. That was the Coverdale lineup. We'll be performing Deep Purple's greatest hits tonight. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the song that is the new show opener, Burn, was recorded by the Glenn Hughes Deep Purple, although written by David Coverdale and Richie Blackmore. Let's go to Jake in the car. Jake, ask Mark anything. Yes, uh, Mr. Madden, do you think the United States will ever go bankrupt? No, I think they'll just print more money. Why does that ticker keep going up and up and up? What ticker? My heart? No, the ticker that shows the, the debt going up and up and up. I don't care. I've invested in gold bullion and Krugerrands. I think the U.S. is already morally bankrupt, if that answers your question. We're all stooges and tattletales. 
Let's go to Ricky and Bonox. Ricky, ask Mark anything. Yeah, Mark, uh, what's your deal with James Conner? Why don't you like him? What would give you the impression I don't like him? You bash him. You say he doesn't No, no, I, I don't bash him. I make a realistic uh, opinion. I think he's a number two running back, and I don't think he can start in the league. I mean, what what gives you – I mean, his pedigree is pretty good. He won ACC Offensive Player of the Year. He's a third-round pick. Yeah, terrific. Terrific. Third-round pick. Wow. Now, now at, to be fair, a lot of running backs in this league. Look at Kareem Hunt. Look at Alvin Kamara, third-round picks. I just don't see it. I think the Steelers picked him too high. You act like it's personal. I'm evaluating him as a player. I don't think he's that good. I think it is personal. You're making him out to be Maryland. Okay, why would you think it's personal when I've never met him? I think he's been on the show once. I have not been personal in the comments I've made about him, so what would make you think it's personal? You go at him like he's a charity case. That's absurd. There's absolutely no evidence to suggest that it's personal. Now, you I'll fight. With me and you, it can be personal. I'll just beat your ass. You can put on a Connor jersey, and I'll pretend it's him. What do you think? I'll be at Jurgles tonight with my Connor jersey on. Oh, please. You wouldn't have the balls to go in the parking lot. Let's go to Luke in the car. Luke, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, I was just wondering real quick, uh, with all the controversy surrounding Bell now with his history with the league, do you think it has the potential to negatively impact his outlook in the draft once he is available? What do you mean the draft? Well, uh, sorry, for free agency. Once no, no, no. Released, it won't, no, it, this uh, won't affect him at all. At him? This won't affect him at all. I think if he sits out 10 games and he's that much fresher and more physically fit, I think teams will actually like that having happened. Okay, thank you. Teams don't look at attitude much. Look look at the amount of guys who get arrested and keep having jobs in the league. Let me tell you, if Ray Rice was still in his prime, he'd be playing right now. They could have that videotape of him knocking his wife out and 10 more videotapes just like it. He'd be playing right now. Let's go to Phil in the car. Phil, ask Mark anything. Mark, I want to know if uh, if you knew that you were worth 30% more than you were being paid and you could sit out if you wanted to, would you sit out? Well, my business doesn't really work like that. But I, I'm just saying, I think the vast majority of people, if they were in his position, oh, no, 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 I would, more. and I, I've told, I've said this, you know, how many times on this program, I would show up and get the game checks. Okay. But, but Thanks, you know, but, but, you know, I don't get hit much in this job. Certainly not by the guy at Jurgles. No, no, seriously, I just think that he has the right to do this. I, I don't know. I, do people actually listen to what I say ever? Because I said repeatedly, I would show up and get the game check. I've said repeatedly as well, I would have signed that five year, $70 million contract. But he's not under contract. He hasn't signed the franchise. He's under no obligation to show up or let his team or his teammates know of his plans. And if the Steelers don't like it, if the teammates don't like it, that's just too bad because it's none of their business. Let's go to Bill in Steubenville. Bill, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Hey, Freak Lane Bell. How about uh, you're the rock and roll expert. My two tops are Aerosmith, Seasons of Weather, or No More, No More. Which one would you take? No More, No More. Amen, brother. No Amen. more, no more. I hope they I'm play that at the residency. I like Seasons of Wither, too, but I think No More is one of their strongest songs ever. There are some really underrated songs 
that when they pull out in concert, because they apparently, they occasionally rather, go down the list and pull out some deep cuts. Like when they play that or chip away the stone, I just flip out. Just flip out. Let's go to uh, Kenny in Monroeville. Kenny, ask Mark anything. Listen to Howard Stern. Uh, occasionally I have serious, so I do once in a while. Why do you ask? He kind of sucks right now. Did you hear his Paul McCartney interview today? Yeah, people were saying what a great interview that was. I heard about 20 minutes of it. I thought he was so busy kissing Paul McCartney's ass that a lot of his questions were factually incorrect, and McCartney had to correct them on more than one occasion in the 20 minutes I listened. He's ruining his legacy. It's just depressing. No, he's making so much money that it's just not depressing. Let's go to Brandon on the turnpike. Brandon. What up, mate? What up? I was just wondering with the uh, Le'Veon Bell thing, you know, say he does, he's able to sit out however many weeks, collect his money. Do you think that's going to be like the new norm? Is he going to set a new standard? I think this is such... I think this is such a rare occasion, bro. How often do guys get franchise tagged twice? I don't know the answer to that, but I bet it's been not very often. Okay, so you're, you're saying that you know it's his second time being tagged. That's why he's doing this. All right. I think that's a big part of it. I think that frustrated him that free agency isn't free. And I think he's also frustrated because all those guys like Gurley and Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Donald, they all got paid and he didn't. I can't get, I was trying to get the rhythm, I mean the melody. Blood stains the ivory of my dad. I can't do it. I can sing no more, no more. Glenn Hughes tonight. All I hear. 105.90X.